How's it going out there, Ski Rex Media fans and Ski Rex Media podcast fans? It is I, Tim from Ski Rex Media, coming at you once again for our weekly trip into the ski, snow, snowboarding, snow sports, this, that, and the other, winter sports, whatever you want to call it, that world. Yes, we're going into that world. And today, we're going to be going into more of the leadership of the industry. And we'll get into that in a moment. But first, I want to get into my favorite mountain, one of my favorite mountains. The mountain I ride mostly in the winter now, my home mountain, Whaleback Mountain. I love Whaleback Mountain. I've been saying that for weeks and months and now a couple years. This season, I've been promoting it hard as a partner. Yes, I love Whaleback and I think you would too. Check out Whaleback Mountain in Enfield, New Hampshire. A great little mountain with a lot of good times. You will love it. Their tagline is ski it to believe it and I think you should. Head out there and ski Whaleback Mountain super easily accessed. It has its own exit off the interstate exit 16 off i-89 in enfield new hampshire the price is right i think the most expensive ticket before tax and i don't even think they're taxed in new hampshire i don't know but it's like 50 bucks the ski pass is the season pass that is is not badly priced at all i bought it wicked early for two bills i don't think it tops out at much more than that head over to whaleback mountain head over to whalebackmountain.com check it out also find them on social media whaleback mountain search it out you'll find it search it google maps tell google maps to give you direct and head out there. It's very easy to find. It's a wonderful time to ski. It has natural terrain. It has groomed terrain. It has everything you could ever want. Glades, trees, you name it. They'll teach you how to do it. All of that. It is wonderful. Whaleback Mountain, ski it to believe it. So before we go too much further, actually, before we get into today's interview, how did you like last week having the double episodes, right? Two episodes because I blew it on release dates and that that's just something I do. I blow it. I biff. And when I do, I admit it and I own up to it. So last week you had episodes from Wendy Clinch and Kimberly Kay, and I hope you enjoyed them both, and I hope you enjoy today's as well. Today's is another repeat offender here on the old Ski Rex Media Podcast. This is someone who's been on the program at least once before, and I always have a good time talking to this gentleman. And here he is again, one of my favorite people in the industry. Has been since I started using the Andy Pass, the founder, the man himself, Doug Fish. How you doing, sir? Awesome, Tim. Thank you for having me on again. Always, always happy to have you on. It's very interesting to see what's going on. Now, the last time Doug was on was about a year ago, and so much has happened in the last year with Indy Pass. They are now up to 107, if I remember correctly, right? Yes, I think that's the number, Tim. I, I, I stopped tattooing it on my arm because it keeps changing. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, I'm sure that takes up a lot of room um, (laughs) on the old body. But hey, you might get that record. I think the record was like 98% of the body. You could beat that with with the way Indy's going. (laughs) Absolutely with the way Indy's going. 107. What is that like? It's it's really cool. Um, We're having a lot of fun. We've also got another 10... allied partners and we expect that list to grow and you know we're adding new partners every month we we've added over 40 since the end of the season and um, that includes uh, 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 13 cross-country resorts we expanded into um, to the nordic world this uh, for this coming season and uh, we're really excited about that. There's just a, a lot of, you know, uh, growing interest about indie resorts. And, um, you know, we're hel- we're here to help people uh, find a new place to, to have fun on the snow. 
absolutely and it will totally do that like i love indie pass as a travel pass as for finding new places for finding even coming into places that i know and i guess we'll start with the indie ally we're going to try and keep this uh 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 short succinct we're going to try and keep doug efficient here he's got things to do he's he's a very important man so we're going to start with the indie ally now this one was funny from a personal standpoint because i live 15 minutes down the road from whaleback mountain uh -huh. i i am partnered with whaleback mountain i have my whaleback mountain season pass love it talk to john hunt a lot now i Great. says to john <laughs> i says to john like the day after it got announced i was like wow dude thanks for telling me appreciate it and he's like <laughs> look dude you know these things and i was like no i totally get it but it is very interesting now the indie ally that's 40 to 50 percent off at certain times at mountains it's not part it's not one or your two days mountains right that's right and you, you get 25 percent off on the weekend or a holiday and 50% off every other day of the season. It's that simple. And it, that's if you're an Indy Pass holder. And in the, and season pass holders like yourself, Tim, at Wellback or any of our allied partners, they can buy the Indy Pass at about a 30% uh, savings. That's um, the pass that we call our Indy Add-on Pass because you add it on to your season pass. And, and it gives you two days at all of our resorts uh, except for your home mountain where you have a season pass. You know, this is a way for us to, to you know, get some of the smaller resorts involved in the Indy Revolution and uh, sure. in areas like New England, uh, in New Hampshire in particular, where we have a, a, a lot of resorts. We have four full partners in, in New Hampshire and uh, four in Vermont, uh, now three in Maine. And, you know, if, if we get too many partners in a, in a concentrated area like that, then people are going to start, you know, they're, they're not going to buy a season pass. And, and the last thing we want to do is cannibalize season passes for our partner resorts. And so this is a way that, you know, we can continue to expand in uh, areas like New England, the upper Midwest and the Pacific Northwest, where we have a lot of density and uh, virtually every indie resort in the country can participate in, in the program and, and drive some benefit from it. Totally. And that was something you and I talked about last season was how much more you were going to be able to do in New England because there was mm -hmm. already so many. And the only mm -hmm. one since then that has been added that's full indie partner is the one in Maine. I can't remember its name, but it is out mm -hmm. there. Well, actually, we added two in, in Maine, Tim. Uh, Big Rock is probably the, the, the one you're referring to. It's in uh, way up in North northern Maine, but mm -hmm. we also added Black Mountain of Maine, and that's a that's a little closer to, uh, uh, oh, I think, the Portland market and, and to, to New Hampshire. It's, uh, it's, a, it's a, oh gosh, maybe an hour from uh, Saddleback, so, um, you know, we're really excited now to have three in, in Maine, and two of those will be new for next season. Absolutely. See, I forgot about the Black, because that makes two Blacks, the one in New Hampshire and right. the one in Maine. The one in New Hampshire stayed on, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. They're one of our favorites. So they'll, they'll be there forever, I think. I think so, too. That place is great. Uh, I, I, I really enjoy going there. I've been there before. I, I like it. Yeah. It's, it's Oh, both the blacks are great little hills. I love them both. Oh, they're, they're so good. Well, Indy Mountains are good anyway. I, there hasn't been one that I haven't liked. <laughs> and I've been to all uh -huh. four in Vermont, you know, I think almost all four in New Hampshire. Great. Maybe. I don't know. There's so many yeah. now. It's hard to keep track. <laughs> and I love that. Uh, the other one in Maine that's not black, you just 
just said it and I already blanked, but um Saddleback, Saddleback. Saddleback. And the other uh, the third one, that's like four hours beyond Saddleback. Like that is yes. a haul. That's practically ca- ca- yeah. Canada. It, well, it is. And they drop primarily out of Nova Scotia, actually. They, they are way up there. But you know what the heck? They wanted to be a part of the program. And, and uh, they were actually referred to us by uh, the folks at Saddleback. So it worked out pretty nice. good. That's awesome. I, I, I get a kick out of it. I still say, as an old retail guy back in the days of CDs mm-hmm. and DVDs, you hear those street date announcements. So every Tuesday, something that's when the new stuff would hit the shelves. Right. Indy's kind of been like that. It's like exciting. What's going to happen next Tuesday? Who's jumping in? Yeah. You see bets. I swear there's Vegas odds makers out there watching what you do. man. <laughs> I don't think so. But if they want to, that's that's fine. <laughs> I'm fine uh, with gambling, man. I love it. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, I am, too. I started this ski pass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's about the biggest gamble you can do. But seems to be paying off because another big thing, like the Indie Allied is big. And again, that's a personal thing for me as well, because I love Whaleback. I'm always there. Awesome. And then for uh-huh. here, you uh-huh. got what do you got? Uh, Skiway, Back in Tire, Bosque, Down Yonder, Burke. You know, those are the New England. Yeah. Yeah, Where Middlebury. are the other five? And Middlebury, uh, yes. Middlebury, uh, oh gosh, you're going to make me uh, go by memory, and that's always dangerous. But, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, we've got one in Washington State. We have one in uh, Wisconsin, um, uh, Paul Bunyan in Wisconsin. Um, boy, oh boy, we started with six in uh, in New England. I, I apologize, I don't have my... Uh, I don't have my cheat sheet in front of me, but you can I think expect, nobody can fault you. You know, there's there's going to be a lot more. I, I I promise you, there's going to be a lot more of these allied partners, and and we hope it it brings them some some revenue and some new guests that that haven't been there before. Eighty five percent of our pass holders last year uh, told us that they visited a first time resort that nice. they had never never been to and you know that's i think that's what the indie pass is all about i agree like myself i've this will be my third season using the indie pass and i still there's still places i haven't been there's no way if anybody mm-hmm. thinks they can get all of them i would like to see it yeah no it's it's impossible now we've got five in japan and it's yeah. I mean, I don't think there's enough days in the season, and you'd no. have to have your own helicopter, I think, or something. But you, uh, you could do it uh, lifetime. Oh yeah, lifetime for sure. You know, that's that's my goal. I just nice. keep we keep adding them faster than I can get to them. <laughs> see that even Doug, the man in charge, can't get to them all. So see, because people fault me all the time for the same thing. Do you know which one? I was like, dude, there's so many. <laughs> I can't remember them all. And congrats to whoever can. If somebody else out there has it memorized, let me know. That'd be interesting. I'll give you a shirt if you can recite all 107 in not one breath, but in one sitting without looking (laughs) at it. You got to do it in person. That would be impressive. That that would be something. Now, speaking of all your gets, you all picked up a big one. It's not an allied partner. Mount Hood is a full partner, right? Two days out there. Yes, yes. Now, for, for you New Englanders, Mount Hood actually has five ski resorts on it. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a huge volcano about 60 miles from Portland. That's my hometown, and Mount Hood is my home mountain. And uh, we picked up the largest resort on Mount Hood, and that is Mount Hood Meadows. We're just thrilled about that. Uh, it's a it's a it's a huge win for us. You know, like I said, it's my home mountain. I met my wife there, and you know, we're just thrilled to share uh, that great 
great mountain with with so many of our pass holders. That's a place. Uh, that's a that place. I mean, I've heard the area is huge. Anyway, I've never been to Oregon, but I you know you see Mount Hood Meadows all the time they have one of the latest seasons people are skiing there in like july i think that's that's um, timberline lodge that's timberline Tim, timberline is kind of on the south slope of of the mountain meadows is a little more on uh on an eastern facing slope but it has a you know they we ski well into may at meadows um they're open usually by thanksgiving or earlier and uh, the train is just phenomenal. They have 2,100 acres. Oh, gosh. I, 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 something like 2,000, 2,500 vertical. And um, it's just really great, varied terrain. It, it really, some of the best terrain I've ever skied. And I, I didn't realize how great a mountain it was until I started this pass and started traveling all over the country and visiting you know, other resorts. And I thought man Meadows has got it going on here so <laughs> yeah it's 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 a real uh it's a real great uh pickup for us uh we've also added uh down in california two wonderful mountains in dodge ridge and mountain high uh, dodge ridge is the closest resort to the bay area and mountain high is the closest area to los angeles so uh, we're going to uh, be able to tap into those markets a little more with uh, with those great resorts and you know we've got an announcement coming up next week we're adding one more resort in colorado uh, we'll be adding two more in the midwest uh, pretty two pretty significant resorts in the midwest you know we're just continuing to spread the love it is a juggernaut. Stop it if you want to try. You'll just get run over. And that's cool. We're all cool with that. But that's all of us Alpine folks. And, you know, again, there's obviously more Alpine hills on the Indy Pass than uh, cross country and Nordic, but that's actually very interesting. And it feels a little unique because I, my cross-country knowledge is like i biffed between timberline and mount hood like i got them mixed up mm -hmm. mount hood meadows okay that's that's fine that's on me i'm a new englander what do you want but yeah. uh <laughs> i get it uh -huh. 107 mountains we're talking about here come on guys give me a break but anyway but cross-country that seems unique i don't know if there's another cross-country like season pass other than like maybe a place's personal pass but like a mega pass type of product i don't that's unique isn't it or no Yes, it is. Um, I think there are some regional passes, you know, like a you know a statewide associations that have passes, but no one's doing it on a national basis. And you know, um, we uh, uh, we were approached by um, our very first Nordic resort, Sovereign Lakes, in uh, Alberta, Canada. And I thought, no, we don't do cross country. This is a Nordic, or this is an Alpine pass. And then the more I thought about that, the more I thought, well, you know, why not? You know, uh, there's probably a lot of people that that cross over and do both. So hey, let's let's add Sovereign Lakes and see what happens. Well, we added the pass, or we added the resort, and it's the largest. Um, they have 158 kilometers of trails. It's just massive. Um, we added them, and uh, unfortunately, the border was closed last year, so nobody could get there. But sure. it got us to thinking, and uh, and then we were we were contacted by the Cross Country Skiers Association, which is uh, based there in in uh, Vermont, uh, Woodstock, uh, Vermont, as a matter of fact. And we got talking with uh, Reese Brown there, and thought, you know what? Um, 
this makes a lot of sense. You know, there are uh, give or take 10 million alpine skiers in the U.S. and there are 5 million cross-country skiers in the U.S. And um, there are about, you know, there's a large percentage of people, I think it's like a million and a half people who say they do both. Yeah. So, um, you know, we decided why not? Let's let's give it a shot. There was a lot of interest from the cross-country community and, uh, you know, we signed up a number of resorts right away in the spring. But if you have an Indy Pass, regular, you know, we'll call it the Alpine Indy Pass, but the, you know, the Indy Pass, base pass, you can access all those cross-country resorts two days at each, just like you would, um, you know, an Alpine resort. And if you happen to be a, a Nordic skier and you only want to uh, go to the Nordic resorts, you can buy the the the, uh, the cross country pass for just sixty nine bucks, and it gives you two days, two trail passes at each one of those resorts. So it's just a screaming deal, and it's all about sliding on snow. I don't care if you're you know on a pair of you know GS skis or a snowboard or a pair of skinny skis. It's all about sliding on snow, and I think everybody can relate to that. I think you're right. I think we all are just we all have that kinship. Get on your equipment, whatever it may be. And then mm-hmm. get on the snow. Now yeah. you you brought up Reese Brown, and that's cool. I'm talking to him uh, later in the season, so everybody tune in for that. And that's another beautiful thing because not only is the, the, he based out of Woodstock and the uh, organization he runs, but the Woodstock Nordic Center is also in Woodstock, mm-hmm. which is also 10, 15 minutes the other way from Whaleback from me. I'm like in Indy Pass Ground Zero here in the Upper you Valley. Are, you are no kidding! Wow. Like I can hit everything in an hour, maybe two, except for the uh-huh. stuff that's way out in Maine, like Saddleback. That's like three hours. But, you know, yeah, I, nice. I can hit anything. But, yeah, the Nordic scene here is pretty good. There's a few in. There's two in Vermont, uh, Rikert in the Woodstock Center, Waterville, uh, Waterville mm-hmm. Valley. So mm-hmm. and Waterville Valley is also you have now. Is it two like for Waterville Valley? Would that be two um, Alpine days, two Nordic days or just two total? Four days four days so you can go two days and you're like well i want two more and you can get on the other way that's awesome absolutely uh this one was interesting to me though um the uh where is it i have to look at it again because i forget the actual name high point cross country ski center up there in sussex new jersey who knew that was even there reese brown did He he is cross country uh, skier association. There he would know. Now I lived in New Jersey for many years down the shore, though not up in North Jersey, not in the Delaware Water Gap area. I've never actually even skied at Mountain Creek. You know what do I know? Yeah, yeah, I've skied there. It's a good it's a good mountain. It's a it's a big mountain. You know, and uh, um, you know New Jersey gets it gets cold. There's snow in, in New Jersey. There's a lot of people there. And there's some beautiful terrain, and um, you know, I, although I have I've been there myself, um, you know, there's information about all of our Nordic uh, resorts on our website, and High Point is one of them. That was very interesting to me when I saw that. Like the two in Vermont, Reichert and over here in Woodstock, I've heard of them, driven past them dozens of times. Mm-hmm. But I saw High Point. Yeah, I was like, yeah. wow, look at yeah. that. And- yeah, we've got a great one uh, down in uh, New Mexico. We've got one up in uh, Minnesota. And we expect to sign quite a few more that those, those folks, you know, they take the summer off, you know, it's pretty, it's not as uh, intense running a cross country resort as it is an Alpine resort. So they, you know, they kind of, you know, hit the hills, uh, or they, they leave the hills. I don't know what you'd call it, but, uh, you know, we're, we're going to be contacting and doing outreach to, to more Nordic resorts this fall. And, and, uh, 
uh, I think uh, you'll see a, a big announcement uh, coming up in a month or two about that. <laughs> All these great announcements. I love it. And I love the idea of adding the cross-country resorts. I've been thinking about trying it out. Like I did it back in high school, but it's been been a minute since high school for me. And I've been looking for an excuse to get in. And the, I mean, the Indy Pass has just gotten you, it just, it just has you covered on all bases. The thing I noticed, and you can get all the information out there about this at IndySkiPass.com. For those who don't know, I know a lot of SkiRex Media fans and listeners are Indy Pass holders. We love it. Uh, we abuse it the best we can. Uh, last March, you saw a lot of my pictures coming out with our group. Mm-hmm. Got the fans from Pennsylvania came out. We right. were at Jay. We were at Waterville. We were at Matt, you know, wherever we were. It was all yeah. indie stuff. Um, though, I do have one question. It's kind of going to kind of sound like a jerked off question. I don't mean it to be. Um, there has been, I've heard little bits. It hasn't hit the, but one of the big things in the world is uh, overuse or being overcrowded that mm-hmm. maybe the indie pass has caused some of that at some of those smaller places. Have you heard anything like that yet? You know, it's, uh, we had a couple days at a, at a couple of resorts, you know, one day each at, at, at two resorts um, where, it, you know, the conditions were perfect. It was a Saturday, uh, sunny, fresh snow, and, you know, the Indy Pass holders showed up in mass and, and uh, created some lines at the lift, at the, at the ticket window for sure. But it, it's just, you know, it's only a two-day pass. It's not an unlimited pass or a seven-day pass where, you know, thousands and thousands of people have unlimited access to these resorts. So, you know, it's just not going to do the same thing as other multi-mountain passes. Um, I will say, though, that, you know, we have some, some strategies in place, some blackouts, basically, mm-hmm. that will prevent that from happening in the future and you know some of, the, some of our resorts are close to major met, metropolitan areas particularly in the east and uh, it's going to happen so you know uh, rather than turn people away or have your parking lot fill up uh, they're going to black out those peak holidays and uh, you know the base pass just isn't going to work there and you know that's kind of how skiing is going to going to be and you know some people will say well that makes it more of an elitist sport that you know the people with the money have it have the access but you know if you buy a concert ticket you're going to pay more for the front row than you are for the you know the 300 level seats right um, yeah if you if you buy an airline ticket you know you're going to pay more for first class than you are for the back of the plane sure. and you know that's kind of how things work right and you know the, 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 the there are only so many levers that you can use to regulate traffic uh in the ski business and price is one of them so Sure. You know, if if you want to buy the base pass for two hundred and seventy nine bucks or two hundred and fifty bucks, if you're a returning pass holder, then yeah, there's going to be a few blackouts, but there's still plenty of days you can use it. If you don't want to deal with blackouts, you pay a hundred bucks more and you get unlimited access. You know, we, as you know, Tim, we we pay a fee to to our resorts each time someone yep. uses their pass, and uh, when they use their their Indy Plus pass which is our unlimited product, they get paid more money. And so they're happy to have those people show up on a peak day because we pay them almost full rack rate for that visit. Totally. And, and so, um, you know, the Indy Base Pass, the payout is less than that. You know, midweek and, and uh, on we- on 
on weekends when they're not sold out, they're happy to have those those people show up. So, you know, I think that, you know, other passes are doing this. Uh, resorts themselves are, are doing this. They they have to regulate the traffic some way. You know, there's a there's a finite number of ski resorts, particularly in, in densely populated regions. And, you know, something's got to give. Population's growing. Skiing is, is uh, becoming more and more popular. And, you know, this is this is the way things are going to go, I think. Maybe. I mean, it's totally cool with me. Uh, I didn't run into any of those days personally, but it's something that's being talked about, especially with the other company that will remain nameless. At the same time, I've, you know, we've all talked about it. And we're like, you know what? Was it really that bad, though? Like, was yeah. it really? Because, again, some of us aren't at ground level for some of these things. I'd never go to Stowe if I can help it on a weekend. Like, it's a little town that's not meant to handle that much traffic anyway. Right. But was it really as bad as we thought? So nobody knows. And in my opinion, I just don't care. Um, yeah. Ski when you can. And that, uh -huh. you know, you know, and learn your mountain. You know, we've all said that, you know, learn your mountain. Some people are all going to be on this eight person chair. Go to the double. There's more runs over there. Yeah, um, exactly. And, you know, I, I think those of us who are, you know, experienced riders and, you know, we're out there 20, 30, 40 days a year, we kind of know the ins and outs. And, and it's unfortunate that people who are just getting into the sport or maybe they haven't been in it for a while, they, they haven't learned those tricks yet, you know. So they show up on a Saturday morning and they try to get into the parking lot at 10 o'clock and, you know, things, things aren't what they expect. And, and it's unfortunate, but, you know, hopefully, uh, you know, the industry will, will, will continue to educate people and, and how to get the most value out of the sport. And, and, uh, we can avoid, you know, some long lift lines. I think so. I think it'll be fine. <laughs> I mean, yeah. It it, it, it's going to be fine. We're all going. Plus, I mean, there's 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 rumors out there of new stuff opening and things that are sitting closed that might get bought up and whatnot. You know, there'll be more. There's enough room for everybody. You just got to look for it. And if you pay a couple extra bucks, it'll just be easier on you. But don't get suckered in by that per run model. I thought that was really goofy. But again, that was just a I think that was just a proof of concept, but I, I didn't get it. Whatever. Um, <laughs> go with your mega pass, whichever one you can use. I suggest the indie pass because you have to be spit distance from somewhere that's on the indie pass everybody is yeah yeah now that's the idea you know we want to be within a day trip for every skier in north america you are and it's a cool pass anyway very easy to purchase um it, it almost a single pass like you do have your tiers um the indie base the indie plus um and the indie cross country and then you can get the one you know get them as add-ons and whatnot mm -hmm. but within those it's like a tiered pass it's like you get two days here then you get two days at cross country then you get a discount at others it's a tiered pass right off the bat with no extra thought yeah. it's oh, wonderful there's, there's a discount on lodging at, at uh dozens of of uh, lodging partners all across the country and and um, you know it's it's the most affordable way to get at multiple multiple mountains there is absolutely it's it's wonderful you'll get out there you'll travel i love it i mean maybe i'm biased you know whatever i i use it i love it i i have i'm not a charter member but I was there for second year and on. So, um, <laughs> Good job, Adam Boy. Absolutely. Yeah. Like when I first saw it come out, I was like, oh, that's very interesting. And the next season I was all over it. And again, I'm at places. I, uh, 
you know, I'm right up the road from Saskadena six, you know, and uh, now yeah, there's nice. all, you know, yeah. And then there's, you know, the Indie Allied whale back, which I'm at anyway. Now yeah. here's a question. Um, I, I, I know you don't have a lot of time, but this one's, this one's for me. Um, sure. as passes continue to grow, there's, I, I, you're starting to see overlap. Do you think that's going to be an issue? Like I have the whale back pass. When you buy the whale back season pass, you get, you're on the freedom pass. The freedom pass has, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, McIntyre has, you know, who I think is a couple of them, Greek Peak, maybe something else. Yeah, the, there's some overlap. Does that even matter or? No, it doesn't to me. I, and, you know, the Freedom Pass is a reciprocal program. Um, mm -hmm. it, it, you know, you buy a season pass from one of those resorts and you get X number of days at, at the participating partner resorts. The reciprocal programs have have uh, been around for a long time. Uh, there's a big one in the West called the the. Um, powder alliance uh they've got about 20 partners on it and you know gosh eight i think eight or nine of them are on the indie path so you know those types of crossover i think are are good and they're they're healthy but currently you know the four main uh, uh paid passes that is the epic pass the icon pass the mountain collective and the indie pass there is no crossover and and that's kind of written into the rules of being on those passes sure. I, I will i take that back the mountain collective and the icon pass do have crossover uh, because they've got some common ownership between those resorts and the, the management of that of those passes but you know for the most part you know they're they're distinctly different sure and again that was just an interest of me to have a professional because i i noticed it just recently i don't know why it just dawned on me i'm like geez does that does that even matter? I need to ask a pro, someone who actually knows mm -hmm. what they're talking about. I don't know what yeah. I'm talking about. So, yeah, I mean, if you want to, if you buy a season pass, you know, to a single mountain, it, you know, it's very likely that it will come with some reciprocity to other mountains. Sure. But if you don't want to be, uh, you know, if you don't ski enough to justify a season pass, or you don't want to be tied to one mountain, then you know, there's all these multi-mountain pass options that you can take a look at, and. Uh, um, you know, unfortunately they don't all share mountains, but you know, you got to kind of pick and choose where you want to go. Absolutely. And like I, we're, we're both here suggesting Indie Pass. We okay, love well, it. Yes, I do too. And I would highly recommend it. Uh, absolutely. I, I say definitely recommend it. I recommend it. I think everybody should get it. Try it out. Try it out for a season. It's not super expensive. Like I said, there's a lot of the the Ski Rex Media fans. We almost all of us have it. And good, we all live good. spitting distance from two, three. And again, the East is small. You know, yeah. we can get across well, New England in eight hours. You can't even get across Colorado in eight hours. So, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's it's an incredible region. I've skied it now. I've done two trips up there and, nice. and, uh, you can drive for a half an hour between resorts. It's pretty, it's pretty convenient. That's for sure. Well, Hey, um, uh, I just want to mention too, Tim, that if any of your listeners don't have their Indy pass, you know, here's a shameless plug. Nice. Um, the price goes up on September 13th and it's going to go up by 30 bucks, which is 10%. You know, it's at 299 now, uh, mm -hmm. a really great value. And, um, if you, uh, purchase before September 2nd, our four month payment plan is, uh, in effect and you can, you know, you put down about 60 bucks and you can get a pass for 60 bucks a month. You know, it spreads the payments out. There's no interest, uh, no, you know, application if you have to fill out or anything like that. So those are two, two couple of deadlines to keep in, in mind. Um, you know, even after our next price increase, it's still a great deal. And, 
and we'll sell lots of passes going into the fall and the winter. But uh, if you if you're really you know decided and you want to you want to uh, visit Indy Pass Resorts this year, then get it before the 13th, and you'll save a few bucks. There you go, everybody. Get it before the 13th. Save yourself a couple bucks and get a ton of great skiing. Doug is about at his hard out time, so we'll let him go for now. But we'll pick up with him later in the season because I love Doug. Everybody loves Doug. <laughs> great time. If you're in the East this winter, swing by Whaleback. I'll be there. All right, Tim. Well, uh, I love you too, baby, and uh, I hope I, I hope we make some turns together soon. Oh, we will. In fact, we'll drag John up the mountain too. He skis much better than I do, so it's probably worth it anyway. So, okay, uh, okay. great. So there, you, there you go, everybody. Doug Fish. Um, he'll be back later in the season. And uh, just so you know, the price increases that we were talking about for the Indy Pass were dates in September. We were obviously recording this, and I forgot that I wouldn't be putting it out until October, so those dates have already gone past, but fear not, because if you follow me on social media, you heard that little bit of two minutes of the episode, because I put it out on social media before the price increase, so if you want to know the current price of the Indy Pass, please go to IndySkiPass.com. There you can find all the information you need about the Indy Pass, how to buy one, how to use one, the different tiers, the different levels, all of the the resorts that it covers all 100 plus resorts that includes alpine resorts that includes cross-country resorts that includes resorts from the northeast here in new england to the mid-atlantic to the midwest to the west to the rockies to alaska to japan there's indie pass all over the place indieskipass.com and you can find out all that information and there's going to be a link in the description in the show notes again don't check that link right now if you are driving wait till you get to a stopping point you don't want that ticket and you don't want to get hurt while using your cellular phone or the device behind the wheel of the car. Right? Right. Thank you again for joining me, Tim, from Ski Rex Media, and thank you for Doug Fish as well, and thank you to Doug Fish as well for coming on the program again this season to talk about the Indy Pass, and like he said, we'll be back. He'll, he'll be back on the program later in the year, and you never know. We might even get to go and take some runs with him. How cool would that be? How cool would it really be if I could pull off the Doug Fish John Hunt Ski Day at Whaleback? That would be the sickness. And of course, you'll be able to find me at Whaleback pretty much all season. Of course, I will be visiting visiting Indy Pass Mountains too, whether they be partner mountains, Indy Allied Mountains, Indy Cross Country Places. And speaking of cross country, we both brought up, well actually initially Doug brought up Reese Brown from the Cross Country Ski Areas Association. He'll be on the program next week, so tune into that next Wednesday or this coming Sunday for Patreon subscribers. I've been plugging it hardcore lately. Patreon subscribers, which we just got another one, so that's awesome. I love it, and uh, that person loves Ski Rex Media, so that's very cool, and you know who you are. I won't use your name because you didn't say I could and I didn't ask, so that's on me. Patreon subscribers get early access to the podcast. You get it on Sunday. General audiences get it on Wednesday. Plus, there'll be bonus episodes that will be Patreon only and you'll get a couple perks when it comes to the live program. And again, I have to figure out the live program, but I hope to be starting that when the snow starts flying around here. And that doesn't give me much time because there has been snow kicking around. There was snow at Mount Washington. There was snow what was it? Smuggler's Knox or Sugar bush somewhere i don't know one of the s mountains had snow recently here in vermont and there are a few s mountains or mountains that's whose names begin with s's in any case head to patreon subscribe for early access and a couple other bonuses to ski rex media follow ski rex media on social media the big four a lot of people call the big three twitter instagram and facebook but i add a fourth because ski rex media and myself are on linkedin right right this is tim from ski rex media thank you for joining me join me again next week i will see you out on the mountain head to ski rex to 
to sign up for updates, scroll down to the main page. You can sign up for updates. And in those updates, I'm going to be putting my ski schedule. So if you want to take a couple runs and you're going to be at the same place I am, let me know and we'll take runs. And of course, contact information at skirexmedia.com. You can send me emails, DMs, whatever you want. Right? Right. All right, this closing is getting way too long. I am Tim from Ski Rex Media, and I will see you out there later. Later.